You're listening to the Pipeline Show with Gee Flaming. I heard about that thing on the AM radio. Oh, yeah. That's right. This is the Pipeline Show with Gee Flaming, and we are going to continue on with our WHL team by team previews. And of course, uh, since they're all WHL clubs, they're all in the dub segments, and that's brought to you by dubnetwork.ca. Stay up to date on everything happening around the world of the Western Hockey League by visiting dubnetwork.ca. You can click on the uh, automatic updates so you can get your daily dose of the WHL. That'll be emailed right to you uh, so you can stay uh, in touch with what's happening with your favorite WHL team. And uh, maybe that favorite WHL team is the Brandon Wheat Kings. And lots to stay up to date on with the Wheaties this year. Lots of changes and lots of new players and should be an interesting season. And to talk about that is... Uh, joining me right now is uh, the new general manager of uh, the Brandon Weekings, and of course, that means I'm speaking with Darren Ritchie of the Weekings. Uh, Darren, welcome to the Pipeline Show. First time I've had you on. Great to uh, great to meet you, and looking forward to having a conversation with you. How are things? Thanks, Keith. I'm really excited to be here, and uh, things are been good. Uh, really looking forward to starting the season with our team. Maybe I'll start with uh, with that new promotion for you, and and what it's like of uh, sitting in the, wearing a new hat and uh, getting comfortable in your new shoes. Yeah, it's been real good, uh, real seamless transition for me. A lot of the things uh, I'm doing now I used to do in the past. So uh, obviously there's some new things that I hadn't done and uh, learning all that stuff. But for the most part, uh, I've done this, uh, you know, some of the hockey-related things in the past. So it's been a real uh, real easy transition. Nice. All right, well, let's get to know your team, and maybe we'll start by looking at the players who aren't back from last year's roster. Uh, when you got into the playoffs, you had a couple of 98-born players that would be Lyndon McCorister and Braden Chisholm, both obviously uh, too old now for the WHL, so they're gone. Who else from last year's playoff roster is uh, no longer with the uh, Brandon Weekings? Well, Stellium with Sales will uh, move on to pro. Uh, this year will play uh, with the <coughs> Carolina Farm team. Uh, obviously had a good run after the end of our season going to Charlotte and winning the American League Championship. Uh, so, he uh, was a real important player on our team last year. We'll uh, definitely miss uh, his offensive abilities and his leadership uh, from last year's team. And uh, he's actually the only other player uh, from last year's team uh, that won't be returning. Which, just that being able to say that, that everybody else who's eligible to come back is coming back, um, that having that uh, continuity from one year to the next, that's a, a luxury that not every team is able to have. Yeah, we were really excited about it, and obviously uh, our players are a year older, and you expect a lot more uh, from players when they're uh, a year older in your league, you're 19 year old, so that would be our 2,000. Uh, we're going to rely on them very heavily. Obviously, our 99s with uh, right now with Connor Gutenberg, Zach Whitnick, and Yuri Patera, uh, we're going to you know rely on those guys. Connor Gutenberg is uh, one of the players only only player left from our championship team in 2016, so he'll bring a lot of leadership to our team. Uh, for our younger uh, younger players. Now, going back to Stelio Mateos for a second, I, I know that obviously uh, off-season uh, surgery that uh, I didn't know about until it was uh, I saw that the Hurricanes had actually made mention of it. Every once in a while, I mean, if it was a, a knee injury or something like that, it's a little different, and uh, maybe that player would come back uh, to the WHL since he's starting the season late. But uh, in this situation... You know for sure that uh, Carolina is keeping him up with the with the American League team. Well, I would think uh, with his ability and what he did in the playoffs, uh, I, I don't expect uh, Stelios to be back. It's actually funny uh, he's skating with us uh, right now hmm. uh, for three days and uh, looks really good. 
obviously with uh, the treatment that he's gone through and uh, in good spirits, he's going to leave uh, here to go to Charlotte or to Carolina's camp uh, soon. And uh, whenever he's feeling up to uh, the ability that he can play at the, that, at the pro level, he will leave and do that. But I don't think, uh, we expect uh, to have Stelios back this year. Okay, fair enough. Uh, all right, so the 20-year-olds that you do have are still uh, with the team, uh, Connor Gutenberg up front, uh, Zach Wittink on the back end, and a netminder, uh, Yuri Patera, has taken up two spots. Was there any apprehension involved with that, having a, a 20-year-old goaltender who also happens to be an import player, or does that connection with Kelly uh, make it uh, uh, pretty much an easy uh, decision there? No, there was no uh, discussion. Uh, Yuri was a really important player to our team. I think him uh, having another uh, year under his belt in our league is going to make him a real important player for us. Uh, we're going to rely on him heavily, uh, night in and night out to play. And uh, you know, he he uh, kept in uh, kept us in a lot of games last year. So I think uh, there was no uh, discussion at all about uh, him taking two spots. Uh, he's a good player. We want good players on our team, and uh, that's the why we came to that decision. The other import also happens to be a Vegas Golden Knights prospect, Marcus Callian Kelly, who played in the USHL last year. And um, I hope I didn't butcher that name too badly, but uh, what kind of a player does Marcus look like for you? Well, he's got a real heavy shot. Uh, played with uh, uh, two real good players last year uh, that uh, produced a lot. So we expect uh, Marcus uh, to play uh, in our top uh, lines. And, uh, you know, we want him to come here, uh, feel comfortable with the surroundings, uh, just like any other player. Uh, we just want him to come in, uh, be excited to play, and just play the game that uh, that has always given him uh, success. Now, I know that the actual signing for him to uh, come to the WHL came a little bit later in the summer, but was there any concern with it uh, leading up to that, or was it just almost a foregone conclusion being, a, again, a Golden Knights prospect and having that connection with Kelly McCrimmon? Well, there's always a process uh, trying to get the, the import player signed, and uh, I'm sure you've seen it around the league. There's always uh, guys that sign later in August, and it's just the process of uh, going through, getting the transfer signed, uh, all the paperwork. It takes a bit of work. So, uh, you know, you're always a little uh, worried uh, at times with this, going through this process, but uh, we were always pretty comfortable that we would get Marcus and uh, happy that he'll be a weekend this, uh, this winter. Darren Ritchie is the general manager of the Brandon Wheat Kings, joins me here on the Pipeline Show looking at the uh, upcoming season for the Wheaties. All right, let's go to the goaltenders, and uh, we mentioned Yuri Patera, but you still have a couple others uh, with the team right now, and Ethan Kruger and Connor Unger, correct? Yes, yeah, we do, and uh, it's a good battle. It's uh, Both kids are pushing each other. They both come back and Real good shape, and uh, we'll keep uh, keep a close eye on both boys here as uh, the preseason and the start of the season goes on. Now, is it fair to say that Patera is your number one, and the other two are battling for that number two, or or do you see it more of a a bit more of an open playing field for for everybody? Well, you never uh, give the point to anybody. Uh, things I don't think that's ever uh, fair to the players. I think they all come in uh, and they're and they're battling, and their play will dictate uh, how they're used and uh, that's how we've always kind of based uh, our decisions on it's the players how they're playing and uh, we usually go uh, by that never know with injuries and you knock on wood you don't really have that uh, issue but uh, all three of these guys could see ice time at some point during the season anyway absolutely we're very comfortable with all three uh, they've all actually played 
Western League games. So Connor uh, had the only shutout for us last year in the Red Deer. So right. they've had games under the belt, and we're uh, you know we're very comfortable with all three. All right, let's go to your uh, defensive core. And uh, you mentioned at the start of this that you got so many returning players, and uh, I wonder who uh, who's come to camp this year. Uh, maybe uh, you know a couple inches taller and fifteen pounds heavier than than the last time you saw them back in April. Um, anybody take a big uh, step forward in their physical maturity like that? Well, they all they come back real good. Well, uh, they looked all good. Uh, they're you know the six returning veteran guys, uh, Vinny. Vincent Norio has had a real strong uh, training camp, strong two games of exhibition here so far. I uh, like the way he's uh, playing. Brian Schneider, again, is uh, you know, a real important player for us. He plays a lot of minutes night in and night out and does look uh, good as well. And then, you know, the Nathan Salamis, the Chad Knightucks, Johnny Lambos, uh, they've come in real good shape and they took a, you know, a big step in the second half of the season and we expect again, that they'll take a step here uh, to start the season. It's still a relatively young blue line group, even though they have the experience of uh, playing in the league altogether last year. For the most part, it's it's still fairly young. Um, you could have this group again for, well, for the most part, outside of winning, um, for another year or two potentially. Maybe just having that group mature and grow together, there's an advantage to that too, isn't there? Well, we sure hope so. It's uh, five guys that are 18 years and older, or younger, sorry, and... Uh, uh, like I said earlier, they uh, all took a step, and we expect uh, all teams expect their players to take a step during the summer, and mm-hmm. uh, we expect no different with our players. Uh, it's and it's good they know they know each other, they know it's expected uh, from each other, and uh, I'm sure it should give us a bit of an advantage uh, to start the season. You mentioned Iorio and uh, Braden Schneider, both of those guys uh, listed six three and six two respectively. Everybody else is kind of average size. How would you describe your group as a whole? I call them uh, top moving guys. Uh, you know, they close uh, real good sticks defending. Uh, you know, they're not uh, going to pound you, but they're going to close and angle you, get the puck moving, and they're going to join the rush. Uh, we want always to play a quick game, and we expect our D uh, to always join the rush, and it'll be no different uh, with our you know with our group this year as well. Well, when they're joining the rush, they're going to join some uh, pretty talented offensive forwards and uh, some of the the returning guys you have up front that'll lead the way for you. Luca Burzan and Lyndon uh, McCallum and Cole Reinhardt and Caden Daly. These are these are all experienced players. And then you add uh, Marcus Kelly and Keeley to the mix. Uh, who becomes your maybe your your go to uh, top three or four guys up front that you're going to really rely on for that offense? Well, I think we're going to have to score by committee this year. Obviously, okay. losing Stelios in his 44 uh, goals. So I think it's going to be by committee. But uh, Luca uh, Burzan had a real strong season. He's getting drafted by Colorado. Uh, he's looked real well uh, in camp here. And uh, we would expect him to you know, be one of the guys that we rely on. Cole Reinhardt has, again, looked uh, real uh, in good shape here early on. And he'll be relied on. And then you have the Ben McCartney's and the Ridley Greats of the world that we uh, will rely on as well, even though they are uh, younger. Uh, they had uh, good roles last year on our team that uh, produced in the second half, so they should have uh, you know some confidence to start the season uh, going forward. Tell me a bit more about Ridley Gregg, uh, draft eligible this year, if I uh, remember correctly, and, and a fairly high pick in the, the Bannon draft. You guys took him eighth overall, so this is a guy who's been at the top and, and uh, at the forefront for the Wheat Kings uh, at least and with expectations, uh, he's been that guy for a while. Yeah, he was uh, a neat overall pick for us. He's a real, real, real skilled player, uh, very smart, 
competitive guy, and uh, he looks like he's a bit faster this year. And uh, you know, he has great hands, great vision, and we're really looking forward to for really having a, a strong season. Who are some of the other guys that uh, might be just knocking on the door, trying to force their way onto the roster and, and get some action uh, tonight? This or not tonight, but this season with the Wheat Kings as a as a, a would be rookie or maybe not an everyday player, but somebody who's going to get some experience this year. Well, uh, Bodie Hagen, Jake Chason, uh, they've looked good. I think they'll be able to come in and contribute uh, start the season. Brett Highland has had a good camp as well. So we've got some young players that have been pushing. And, uh, you know, I think uh, it's always exciting to see our young guys come in and uh, see them taking a step. And, again, they're here to make our team, and they're, they're making decisions real tough on us. Now, it's not necessarily a small group up front. There's a lot of guys who are in that six foot six one range and closing in on 200 pounds, but there aren't the 6'4 and, and 215 type players up front for you. Um, is there any concern with that, or are you happy with the, the size and physical uh, stature of, uh, of your forwards? Well, we play, uh, we've got a lot of skill, and I think uh, we want to play a quick game. And then we do have some size that will be able to make some room uh, for our skilled players. I think uh, you got to have a mix, and uh, we like our, our skill, and, uh, you know, it's early on, but we'll keep pushing our, you know, our guys to keep playing a fast game and a, and a heavy game. Uh, biggest challenge for your team uh, to start the season with? Uh, uh, listen, Dave Lowry is uh, one of the uh, veteran coaches around the league. He comes back to the WHL. It's uh, probably a, a blessing that you can have a, a coach of his caliber on the bench. But do you expect it might take a little time for players and coach to, to all get on the same page, or is that what training camp's for? Well, that's exactly what training camp's for. You know, with the schedule, how it is, you just play on weekends and then you have your practice time uh, throughout the week. And it's been, uh, our practices have been really good. Uh, a lot of details, a lot of teaching. Uh, we've been, uh, our players are getting an understanding of what Dave and the staff uh, want, want to look like. And I think it's been uh, real good. They've actually uh, haven't put too much on the player's plate. They've just kind of let them play. They want to kind of see how we react uh, to certain situations. And it's been a real good uh, feel for uh, our players. And, uh, you know, our practices have been quick and fast. And we've uh, been really happy with the way our guys have practiced. Darren, uh, lastly, uh, I always wonder what the uh, where you set the bar for success uh, for a team. And coming into this season, we got that cyclical nature of junior hockey where you're contenders for a couple of years. And, you know, you, you're up and down uh, from that spot trying to rebuild and, of course, the the Wheat Kings not that long ago were at the Memorial Cup. Uh, where are the Wheaties right now in that cycle, and uh, what would you consider to be a, a successful season in Brandon? Well, I think we're still a younger team. As we touched on, we have uh, five young, uh, eighteen and younger defense returning. So, you know, I consider us uh, young, but I don't. Uh, I think they have experience from the year goal, so I think that'll help us. And just like any other team, you want to make the playoffs. Uh, that's always everybody's goal. And, as we saw last year in the NHL playoffs, uh, you just need to get in. And once you get in and get going on a, a good ride, anything can happen. So uh, that's always any team's uh, goal is to make the playoffs, and that we're no different. Excellent. Darren, I really appreciate your time today. Thanks for making time for the Pipeline Show, and uh, wish you the best of luck this season. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me. That's my first conversation with uh, Darren Ritchie, and I appreciate his time. And one of the things I've learned when I'm doing these team-by-team previews is I, I get reminded of, of the depth that teams have. And 
I think maybe uh, some people might overlook Brandon. Yeah, they lose pieces from last year, and they had traded off so much from last year as well. But that's a really good goaltending group that they have with Yuri Patera and Ethan Kruger and Connor Unger. Those three, they can all play in the league. And uh, Braden Schneider is going to be a, a high draft pick this year. He mentioned a few of the other uh, guys on the back end, and uh, they've got uh, scoring up front. I think, I think this is a team that could surprise some people this year. Um, I don't think they're going to lead the division. But I definitely think this is a playoff team. And once you're in, anything can happen. So uh, watch for the Brandon Wheat Kings this year. Should be a fun team to watch. Another team that's going to be really fun to watch, the Vancouver Giants. They were one win away from a WHL championship last year. We'll talk to Barkley Parnetta, the GM of the Giants, next here on the Pipeline Show. Dallas met him the puck. Now Dallas spins and fires. off his glove and it stayed out by millimeters. Hey, it's Carter Hart of the Everett Silver Tips and you're listening to the Pipeline Show. Nothing compares to the smile on a child's face after their wish has been granted. The Rainbow Society of Alberta is dedicated to granting wishes throughout the province to children who have been diagnosed with a life-threatening or severe chronic medical illness. And you can help too. View the wishes, refer a child, and donate at rainbowsociety.ab.ca or get involved as a volunteer. Having a wish come true fills a child's heart with hope and happiness. Visit rainbowsociety.ab.ca today. 